Greetings. Welcome back to Join the Morning Podcast, where we have real conversations about life and faith. I'm really excited about this next episode as we have our second guest. They're going to share about their faith journey and what led them to try God for themselves. So remember to keep your ears and your hearts open as we dig into their story. Let's go. Welcome to our second guest. I'm very excited. Uh, my friend James Tibbs here. I'm very excited to have him. And we are just going to talk about his faith journey, um, his journey in life, where he is now, where he's come from. Yeah, James, welcome. Thank hello, you for hello. being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Joy. Joy <laughs> in the morning. You should have let me write your song. Ooh, please do. Joy Actually. in the morning. Joy. You can write a song, but not that Joy. song. No? Joy. <laughs> yes, but not that song. Okay. Well, maybe I'll pray about it. We'll figure it out. Um, but tell us tell us who you are. Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Jasper. <laughs> no, I'm James. James Tibbs, or just James. Um, I am, you know, I'm here. Here in Chicago, been here for about, well, since 2012. Yeah. Born and raised in Topeka, Kansas. I'm from Kansas, yes. Um, I am a worship leader. I do worship music. I've got some worship music out right now. Oh, yes. Please tell the people where to find your music. Um, everywhere. My name is, again, James Tibbs. J-A-Y-M-E-S. Last name, T-I-B-B-S. And the album that I just released, um, well, released is called No Perfect People. Mm, and it's good. That's really good. Take a, take a listen to that. It's definitely um, a project of, well, a project from my heart, for, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. I'm not just saying it's good because James is my friend. Genuinely, it's a good album. The worship is amazing. I think I cry every time. No. Especially the Yes song. I'll say I'll yes. Say yes. Please listen. Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you you're listen to music, yes. you can find it. YouTube, yes. J A Y M E S Tibbs. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Thank you again for being here. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you for being willing to share your mm -hmm. story, share Absolutely. your life. Um, so you're from Topeka, you mm -hmm. moved to Chicago. Tell us a little bit about your faith background. Did you grow up in a Christian household? Were you saved at a young age? Did you meet Christ later in life? Um, walk us through what your background is concerning faith. I've been ch in church all of my life. <laughs> um, from the singing conventions to yeah. devotion. I've been leading devotion with the deacons since I was, what, at least eight years old. Um, I, yeah, I've been Project 66, learning the books of the Bible, all that oh, good amen. stuff. When yes. I was, I could listen, I couldn't do it today. I'm gonna tell you the truth. <laughs> I could not name every Bible in the book today, you especially mean, yeah. not in order. Yeah, no, but that was my life. That's where I come from. Um, my grandma had us in Baptist church, then oh. we went to a Pentecostal church, amen. and then. Went back to a Baptist church, and I'm non-denomination. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's my background, basically. Um, my mother is was is a singer. My grandma is a singer. All of everybody's been basically in church all my life, singing. all of my life. Singing in church. Singing in church, Amen. knowing the Lord. Amen. Oh yes, but um, to be honest, in um, being in church all of my life and everything like that, I didn't actually get to know God or or tap into a relationship with Him mm. myself until I was 18 years old. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought, I, you know, you think you know God because you you know God through like the people yeah. that you were born and raised around and everything like that. And I, mm -hmm. I think that. That's what people be meaning when they say, like, the first place you find God is in your family. You know yeah, what I mean? Because that's what I knew. 
and you know what? Um, one of the songs on my album, That's Who You Are, mm-hmm. um, it basically touches on that. Like, God is, for me, you know, the family that he's in the family. He's yeah. in the upbringing of and everything like that. If I didn't have the relationship that I had with my family, I don't believe that I'd have a relationship that I, the relationship that I have with God now. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I've never heard that saying before, but I really like that. You find God through your family. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, the first place that you find the love of God, the first place that yeah. you meet like God at is yeah. going to be right there in your family. Yeah. Um, if, you know, yeah. your family's in Christ. I, th- I mean, I think that's key to God's design. Mm-hmm. I think first ministry ever in the Bible mm-hmm. is family, mm-hmm. right? Adam and Eve and their family. And, and even like, you know, you think about Abraham and his family and who oh, was it, Jonah and his family, not Jonah, Noah. Noah. <laughs> Jonah got swallowed like, by a whale. Jonah had a family in that whale. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Noah, right? Like, I mean, without Noah, really, um, we wouldn't be here today. Mm-hmm. And it all started with a family, and it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Absolutely. So I really, I really like what you said there. Mm-hmm. So found God through your family or that was your like foundation mm-hmm. and then you said 18 you 18. really found God for yourself yeah um that's what I knew church to be what my family was doing you know yeah. what I mean yeah. praise dance and all that good stuff that's yeah. what I knew church to be but then um I didn't really understand like worship mm-hmm. but I didn't know I didn't understand worship until I got to get I, I got when I turned 18, I was in Florida. I was yeah. doing my own thing. I found a church and everything like that. But like, I was, <laughs> baby, I was in the streets, okay? <laughs> living it up. <laughs> I living it up. It was Florida. And so, yeah, I was I was out there. But um, I, I got to figure out, I got to see what it was like to get out um, and do it on my own. Yeah. And that's when like real worship started to set in for me because it was like a desperate mm, you know mm-hmm. um cry or desperate need yeah. for God and then it turned into a desperate appreciation for God because wow. it was like I was so used to you know being around grandma and mom and I was kept you know what I mean yeah. but then when I got out there on my own it was like okay here I am mm. out here not attached to anybody, yeah. nine times out of ten, and the only familiarity that I had was God. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, okay, so I'm in the life can be inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Life can move you this way, move you that way, but God is gonna be everywhere. So I wanted to basically invest more, invest physically, mentally, spiritually into that worship thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I, I know that wherever I go, it's useful. It, I know yeah. that wherever I go, it is there's a there is a need. Yeah, that's good. You know what I mean. So, yeah. Is that 18. need? Do you um, when you say there is a need? Do you mean like personally for you there's a need, or do you mean like like not only personally but also like for the world and the people in your world around you? Do you mind expounding on that? Yeah. Um, personally, first off, there is a I need to worship. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It, it is a when I get to when I get to worship, it's like a really good cry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, once you finally just like it's a pressure, a build up, and then you get to get that thing out, and you're not getting it out in a toxic way. It's like anything that is being poured into you, everything, everything that you are, everything that you have is literally just being focused in on exalting and loving on the one being that is just going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I need it. But you start to go around to these different places and just like I thought when I, before I, you know, turned 18, I thought I just had a full-blown understanding of worship. Mm. I thought I had a full-blown understanding of you know, just I, I thought I had a full-blown connection with God, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but just like I did, just like I thought that, you know, you start to go into these churches and it's like you go into these different atmospheres and 
we we have this very small definition of what worship is. Yeah. Very boxed in. You go to one church and you got to shout to be a worshiper. Or if you go to another church, it has to be CCM or, or it's not worship. Or, yeah. You know, and it's like, it's more than... It's more than all of that, you know yeah, what I mean? That's good, but yeah. then it's less than all of that also because mm. it's literally just as simple as giving everything in in that moment of worship, giving everything that you have, everything, all of the sadness that you have, giving yeah. it, you know what I mean? And giving it doesn't necessarily mean that you're you're not going to be sad afterwards, yeah. but you know whose hands it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's focusing on I don't know. I think we lose focus. And so I think that everybody, I think it's a need for everybody. You know what I mean? It's a need, especially in this season. It's like we really have lost focus and we just church. Mm. We just, we come together and it's the, the stuff that we do religiously. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with the religious stuff that we do unless we take that religious stuff and make it precedence or make it priority yeah. over the moment that we can have with God. Yeah, that's you know, yeah. corporately. Yeah. Okay, we we got this list to come together. We got to come together. We got to do this. We got to get this in. We got to get this in. We got to get this in. And then we have to cut something. Mm. If if the spirit is moving and if everything is going how it's supposed to be going. Wait, wait, wait. We can't go past X, Y, and Z. We got to get yeah. this, this, and this, and this, and this done. But mm-hmm. God is really, I feel like God is really looking for people to just spend time with, spend him. Time with him. Yeah, that's it's, good. It's that simple. That's good. It's that simple. And I think that we need it because everybody outside of church ain't going to really understand the religious part of it. Mm, that's true. You know what I mean? But when you see, it's like when you see two people in love, like anywhere, mm-hmm. you can tell. You're like, oh, like, you, you can know. relate to that love. Yeah. yeah. And like when you see people in real relationship and love with Jesus, mm-hmm. like, you know that's something real. And yeah. I think of any genuine encounter I've had with someone that is a Christian or that I don't even really want to say a Christian because there are a lot of people that will say they're Christians but if you look at their life Mm -hmm. it doesn't line up but I know a lot of people that like I've had genuine encounter with and just by encountering them I've encountered God Mm -hmm. because of how much they love him because of how their relationship is because Mm -hmm. of how they spend time with them Mm -hmm. with with him with God Um, I think of this couple this older couple at my church and every time I see them I always just say like they look like Jesus. And the first time I met them, I told them, I was like, I just, I wanted to say hi. I wanted to let you know, I love you guys. I see you guys every week and you look like Jesus. Um, and then she started telling me about how much time she spends every day with God. Mm. I think she said she spends like three hours every day, like without fail, even Sundays before she comes to church. That's good. And I was like, Oh, I can tell like you look like him, but it's like when you have such a real relationship and you have that love and that connection with God, it's important and the world can recognize that they can recognize that love um and the bible says that like they will know you by your love yeah god does not need help shining a light god does not need help being light inside of you yeah we need help allowing that light to get through all of the stuff that's good you know what i mean and it's like with all of that stuff it's just like yeah it's allowing god to shine through it you know you dig? That's good. I do dig. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I dig. <laughs> That's really good. Um, so you found God at 18. Mm-hmm. From 18 to where you are now, was it like, oh, now you have this great consistent relationship with God? Or was there a moment that you kind of like walked away from faith? Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, how have you found your way back to where you are now? Um, yeah, like what was that like? if you had moments where you walked away and if you don't mind sharing about what it was or if it was more than once, what were those things that really kind of drew you away from God? I'll be a hundred. Um, the only, <laughs> listen, <laughs> the only consistent being in this relationship here is God. I yeah. am so inconsistent, even like now. Mm-hmm. I'd be questioning, like going through from, I mean, my twenties, let's, Walking through everything that I had to walk through with my 20s. Listen, one of the hardest things to do, and this gets deeper, 
walking through being someone that is that struggles with homosexuality and everything yeah. along the lines of that, um, or the, uh, being someone that doesn't have a full understanding of what walking through homosexuality and being a Christian is, mm. um, or or having a relationship with God is, mm-hmm. being that person, it's like you get mad at God a whole lot. Yeah, you get because you don't understand. And I still don't understand mm-hmm. um, at 35 years old. Mm-hmm. But being 14, 15, 16, mm-hmm. 21, 20, 20 something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Walking through and feeling what you feel and wanting to act on the things that you, you, you feel, mm-hmm. you act on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? You act on them. You get into relationships that you probably shouldn't be in and they take you for a loop and then you blame God. Yeah. Or you sit alone because you can't be with or in the situations that you want to be in. Yeah. So you sit alone. You focus more on the things that, you know, point you more in the direction of where you're supposed to be going. So instead yeah. of focusing on, oh, I want to be in love, I'm going to focus on this music, but mm-hmm. it's not filling me. You know, yeah. I'm going to focus on you know, uh, I don't know, church stuff. Yeah. It's not filling me. Mm-hmm. I want to be loved. Mm-hmm. I want to feel X, Y, and Z. And God, you said that I can't do this, but this is what I'm feeling. This is all I've known. Mm-hmm. And I can't act on that. So I'm mad at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I'm about to go out here. And if, if you want me, then you're going to have to come and get me. Mm. Because I don't know what else to do. This is yeah. all I know. This is all I feel. This is, I don't know how to control this flesh thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's good, yeah. And it's like, in me not being able to control it, heck yeah. Listen, from back there <laughs> all the way up until, um, it's a struggle. Yeah. It really is a struggle. And it's in and out. And, and, I eventually get to the point to where it's like, okay, you can't straddle a fence or anything along the lines yeah, of that. You, you cannot straddle the fence. That is the biggest thing. Can't can't straddle it. So it's literally um, been a lifetime of doing everything that I can just to just focus on God. Mm-hmm. Focus on God. Focus on getting what he has for me. Focus on being who he wants me to be, but learning that I can't change anything yeah. about me. I can't do anything to make mm-hmm. anything fall away from me because here's the reality. Mm-hmm. I ain't make me. Mm-hmm. I ain't do nothing to get me here. Mm-hmm. Anything that is good for me, it did not come by my hands. You know yeah. what I mean? And so... I have to just walk through this thing. Yeah. And and that's what it's been, literally walking through this thing and and you know, taking some scars. Yeah. Some things that 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 will always, you know, you know, kind of glisten or or bring attention back to where I've been. Yeah. Um but it's more so about it's not about the scars, it's about the fact that that scar was supposed to be something that killed you. Mm. Anything that that someone forges to pierce whatever is going on with you, it was supposed to kill you. And so I know that there's a purpose. I know that I'm, I'm going in the right direction, and I have to focus on that. Yeah. One thing you said that I really liked is, like, it's it's about being who God wants you to be. And I think, like, no matter what your struggle is, whether it's homosexuality or, you know, it, it could be lying, it could be stealing, it could be anything, right? Is, and it, and sometimes it's not even bad things, but it's like, and not that that's bad, but it's not even like, you know, we, we as, in our human minds and in our flesh, we try to classify one sin worse than the other or mm-hmm. one thing worse than the yeah. other. And the thing is, like, if it's not, like, sin is missing the mark. Yeah. And missing the mark is missing what your purpose to do mm-hmm. and what God has instructed you and put on your heart and put in your um, path to do. Mm-hmm. And anytime you're not doing that, you're missing the mark. Missing the mark. 
And if sin is missing the mark, anything that is sin, God doesn't have a ranking system. Mm -hmm. Sin is sin. Mm -hmm. Lying is equal to murder. Like, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and like, and um, I think the key is like how you said like, it's just instead of straddling the fence, focusing on what does God want me to do? Yeah. And taking like always exalting what God wants over what you want. Yes. And it is hard, like, you know, um, and I struggle with that in so many different aspects of my life of like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to go work here. I want to go do this. And God is like, okay, but what did I tell you to do? And a lot of times, um, and I think I've referenced this before here on the podcast is like, I feel like the rich young ruler, cause I'll start to walk away with my head down and be like, Oh man, now I can't do what I want to do because I know that God told me to go do something else. Or I feel like I'm, I'm not supposed to be doing what I'm doing. I'm supposed to be somewhere else. But then in that moment, I just pick my head up and I turn back around because I realize that like what God has for me and wants for me is way better than anything I could ever want for myself. This is true. And also, it could also include, actually, it also includes, you know, yeah. everything that you want for yourself. Yeah. And Every, it's always better. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a better version of it, a better, better version of, we want love, we want stuff, yeah. we want experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? And every single one of those things, every single thing in each one of those categories. Yeah. It comes directly from God. Yeah. It literally comes directly from God. Um, what would you say has really kind of brought you to where you are now with your faith? So, like, you've, you said you've always struggled, like, on and off of, like, um, but was there anything, like, key that happened that made you, like, say, like, okay, like, my relationship with God is going to be priority over everything else? Yeah. Um, that God is consistent. Mm. God is consistent, and everything else that I've I've given priority to, mm -hmm. the majority of it isn't even in my life anymore. Mm. Mm. And so, you you stick with what's consistent and what's real, yeah. and and God is so real. Yeah. God is so real. Yeah, and is. I, listen, <laughs> I am the one that gives God the speech. Listen, you better be real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like, there. you, uh, please don't let me be out here wasting my time giving all of this and da da da. da. But, and I, I said, I, I, I've said that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I've said it, I, and I've meant it because it's just like, there are times to where it's like, oh, you want me to believe. Ooh, yeah. I gotta believe this. Yeah. Ooh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta believe. You know. I gotta believe all this stuff, God. Yeah. All of these things, you, I have to believe. <laughs> so many different things. You know yeah. that Bible yeah. can get real, real. Yeah. The Bible can get when you get into it and you start reading it. It is one of the best things. It's one yeah. of the best. What is it? The the sick. You know the sitcoms, the stories, and all yeah, that kind of yeah. stuff. Oh my God, the drama and everything like that. Yes. All of the, the stuff. Jesus ain't even have no worldly daddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like Joseph. Yeah, that's his. Carpenter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But what I mean is the the conception of Jesus yeah. is, you know, a, a heavenly conception through this young lady. And it's just like, oh, all right, God. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I have to believe this. And I have to believe this stuff. And then... You start to, you have the stuff, you know, the yeah. that stuff. But then you turn around and you start to, you see God doing things, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And you can't take this without that. Yeah. So this has to be true. Yeah. It has to be true. Yeah. Jesus had to be born, you know, through yeah. Mary. Yeah. By God. Yeah. It had to happen. Yeah. It has to be true yeah. because of if that's not true, then God can't be real because that's a lie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if God's not real, then who else is doing all of this stuff? Yeah. Who is making, who's making these things that I really do want for myself? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's, when 
dad can't show up and when mom ain't there and when all of these people literally just fail mm -hmm. and you still have this peace and you still somehow have this you feel like you have someone yeah who else is that nobody that's god. god yeah that's good that's god i i always say i dare you to just try yeah, that's good. I dare you to just try it because I know that God's not gonna fail. Yeah, yeah. I know that God's not gonna fail. Yeah. If I and 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 He saw everything. Mm. That's the biggest thing for me. He literally saw everything, baby. If you saw <laughs> everything that I have done, <laughs> come out of that studio. Come on out, sit down. You're gonna have to just you know relax you for a minute. Got some explaining to do. You got some, yeah. But God saw it all. Yeah. God saw it all. Yeah. And he still gives me, he still calls me. Mm, that's good. Like, yeah. I I don't call some people <laughs> that have wronged me. Yeah. Mm. And I refuse to. Mm. I didn't see what they did mm. to hurt my feelings. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I heard about it. Mm. Or even if they did, you know, say something in my face that I ain't like. You know what I mean? Yeah. God has seen so much worse. Yeah. God has seen so much worse. And he still calls us. And he's still calling. Yeah. He's still expecting you to be who he wants you to be. Mm, that's good, yeah. And and that that's the focus. If you if you ride with me in the car, you're gonna see me at my worst. You're gonna it's hear true. me cuss. You gonna Yeah, you know what it is. <laughs> um that you gonna see it. Because yeah. I, I have really bad road rage. God has seen me at way worse. Yeah. Way worse. The yeah. worst thing. The worst of the worst. Yeah. The worst of the worst. I think worst. that's my favorite thing about God, too. And that it's something that forever moves me. And um, as I always think, like, God, you know everything. Like, everything. And, like, there were points in my life where I... It wasn't even, like... I just blatantly walked away and like, and I said some crazy things. And like you said, there are people that have said things about me to me that I'm like, Oh no, like I don't want that person in my life or <coughs> because of how they, what they said to me or how they mm -hmm. treated me. And then if I compare that to how I've treated God, like I, when I was in high school, I used to walk around saying F Jesus. Like, Oh my F God. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't, and I wasn't, same letter F. I was saying the whole word. And I meant it. And like, and there were parts of my adult life where I was like, I don't want anything to do with God. Like, I want nothing. Which now that I think about that, it's crazy. I've walked away and I wanted nothing to do with it. And God is still just always patiently waiting. And like you said, always calling and always expecting mm -hmm. for us to do his will. Have you ever noticed something? Mm. You ever noticed that when you are trying to do right, mm. oh, absolutely. you start to do every single thing Everything outside else. of. Yes, every time. <laughs> I've learned that, and it's because we're focusing on that stuff. You know what I mean? True. We get to focusing on the the stuff. Okay, I gotta, I gotta do right. Okay, here I go. I'm about to do yeah. right. I'm not about to go out yeah. here, and I'm not about to go out here and spend all this money today. Mm. I smell like I'm, <laughs> I wish you would have brought that up. I spent a lot of money today. I'm not about to go out here and spend all of this money, but then you go right to the store. I'm not gonna and then you keep going back to your account to see how much you have. Yeah. To to then like go justify be like, what you're to doing. Justify what yeah. you're doing. And it's because you're focusing on that thing. Mm. You you keep focusing on that thing and so you keep doing the very thing that you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Once you once I started to focus on the fact that God is calling me. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That is when I'm not focused on changing. Yeah. I'm definitely not focused on changing so that for the people that are looking at me yeah. and and telling me that I need to change. And the reason why I'm not focused on that is because everybody has something. Yeah. Everybody has something and I can't allow someone to rush me through this process that part and like you were saying if you focus on and i've done that a lot too in life um like i mean i talked about this in my first episode and like you've seen me walk through this but like when i smoke weed all the time mm -hmm. 
every time I was super focused on not smoking, I felt like I smoked more. Because I'm focused on the thing, I'm focusing on smoking, mm -hmm. and so I'm smoking more. But it's like when you, like how you said, when you flip that, when you're focused on like trusting God, then you'll trust God mm -hmm. because that's all that's in your eyesight, and mm -hmm. that, that's I believe that's why the Bible says like keep your eyes on me. Mm -hmm. Like, because when your eyes are on God, that's where you're going to run after. But when your eyes are on something else, and when you're focused on changing, mm -hmm. like, A, you don't have the power to change anything. Ain't got no power to do it. But, like, when you're focused on God, He changes you. Mm -hmm. When you're focused on, like, doing all these other things, you end up distracted anyway. Mm -hmm. But, like, no one can take you through that process except for God. Mm -mm. And the moment I stopped focusing on smoking, the moment I stopped focusing on, like, okay, like, what am I supposed to be doing? What does God want me to do? Like, I need to be blah, blah, blah. Like, and I just focused on God. Like, everything changed for me mm -hmm. because it wasn't about what I could do because mm -hmm. there's really nothing I can do to make myself pleasing to God. Mm -hmm. There's nothing I can do to make myself do anything that God has called me to do. Mm -hmm. But God has all of the power I love it. to put me where he needs me to be. Mm -hmm. And it's like the more I focus and lean in on that, like just the better things are. Mm -hmm. And if if I'm focused on even one thing that I feel like God is like, oh, this is where I'm going to be or this is what I should be doing. When I focus on the work of doing it, I end up all turned around and I end up stressed out and I have so much anxiety. Mm -hmm. But the moment that I focus on God, I'm like, I'm dialed in and like nothing can get in my way. I'm like, no, God didn't tell me to do that. And so people look at me crazy, but I'd rather people look at me crazy and I'm doing what God has called me to do. Mm -hmm. But that was a long tangent. But I really I really appreciated that that you said that like mm -hmm. you know, and I've never thought about it on the flip side in that specific way of like, oh, like when I'm not focused on all these other things. It it's you make time for the things that you focus on. Mm. You know? That's good, yeah. And so if you start to focus on God, God will start to give you different things. Yeah. Here, true. do this. Here, do this. Here, do this. Here, yeah. do this. And your agenda will start to, like, line up to what God has for us. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, true, yeah. But, like, if I'm focusing on weed, yeah. then, shoot, I can't wait Yeah. to get mm. to my next blunt. <laughs> true, Yeah. <laughs> I, like yeah, it, that's, that's just real. what it that's is real. Yeah. you know what I mean if I'm focusing on the fact that I'm lonely then I'm going to try to fill that mm, who am I going to yeah, try to fill that good. with I know that I'm not the best with women it's yeah. just the realest thing you yeah. know what I mean yeah. and it's because of a practice yeah. and a mentality yeah. and a thing that has been you know bashed into me Yeah. you know just throughout life through yeah. life you know what I mean and so if I start focusing on, oh, I need to fill this void that I feel, then I'm yeah. going to go to what's familiar. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's and cool. so you feel the sadness. You feel all of this stuff, but then mm -hmm. you focus on you focus on the stuff that... Because God gives you assignments. God gives you stuff. Yeah, he does, yeah. Rehearsals. You know what I mean? It just he gives everyday you stuff to fill your time stuff. with. Yeah, that's good. And sometimes we get so bogged down with our emotions and we get so bogged, I don't feel like going to rehearsal tonight. Yeah. But if you had gone to rehearsal tonight, something was going to happen in that rehearsal yeah. that was going to lift your spirits until the next time you needed, which would have been what? Bible study. Yeah. Oh, I don't feel like going to Bible study tonight because, but then you, if you go to Bible study, then you're going to hear something yeah. that encourages you encourages you until the next time yeah and that that's really the point of church really is to be in community to and be in to... community for support yeah. yeah I'm not changing for and that's it too you're looking at me and I'm trying to change based on what you see yeah I'm trying to change based on what you want to see and what you'd be comfortable with elevating. Mm, mm. I'd be more comfortable if you didn't look like this, mm. if you didn't walk like this, if yeah. you didn't talk like this. So you need to change that. And so me being the person that feels this call of God, okay, let me get right for these people mm. so that God can use That's me. Good. But God is already calling me. True. Already as calling me. As I am. 
And the more I focus on what other people say and think, mm -hmm. the more I try to change mm -hmm. myself, mm -hmm. the more I focus on what they think. Yeah. Because I'm like, is this right? Hey, hey, I, I'm I'm a pose like this. Is this good? Yeah. No, 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 no. You need to do it better. So then I start to internalize all of this stuff mm. from people that yeah. ain't even got it together themselves. Yeah. But you're trying to model me. God, okay. <laughs> you're we allow people to model us after themselves. And, so and in turn so we take on all of that stuff, all of the toxic 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 traits all of yeah. the the anxiety yeah because all of us have it all of us are trying to get to the right spot nobody on this earth not even the your leader mm -hmm. has gotten to the point to where they're perfect or god has said well done my good and faithful servant yeah so who am i going to focus on mm, that's good you have work to do too that's good and you know when it's God sending a person. Yeah. Because it's not going to send you into anxiety mm, because right. it was constructive. Yeah, that's good. You know? As my, my, my pastor is teaching this um, leadership class, and he really honed in on this a few weeks ago about, like, follow, how Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Mm -hmm. Some people are just like, follow me, and they want you to be like them. And like you're saying, especially, like, in church, and I think anyone that's grown up in church and been a part of church, like, a lot of times there is this element of like, no, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this, and people want you to change, like you said, so they can be more comfortable. But really, they want you to follow after them so that you can look like what they want you to look like or what they look like. But when you find people that are like, no, 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 I'm following Christ mm -hmm. because I'm trying to look like Christ. And like, follow me as I'm following Christ so we can look like Christ together. Mm -hmm. Like you said, that's different. It comes with a peace and you don't feel like you have to change for a person and you don't have to feel like you're trying to live up to someone else's expectations. Mm -hmm. And you can definitely feel when someone is leading you and guiding you and walking with you um, to look more like Christ or to follow Christ or leading you to Christ because they don't have the same anxiety mm -hmm. about changing because their focus is not changing and their focus is not like doing all of the right things, but their focus on is how much more of God can I get? Mm -hmm. And like, I think that's so key. Um, and I thank you for being vulnerable enough to share that because I feel like it's not talked about enough, especially in the context of church of like all the different things that we do to look right and to be right. But God can't do anything with that. Mm -mm. Like when you're trying to be all these things, he can't do anything with that because then we start taking pride in all the things that we're doing right. But then on the turn side, there's so much shame about what you're doing wrong. And that's mm -hmm. where the enemy works and the condemnation. And really like God is not concerned about what looks right. He's concerned about in your heart what mm -hmm. is right and what isn't. And he goes after what isn't so that he can make it right. And he's pleased with what is. Mm -hmm. Because to even get to what's right, you have to have faith that he can do it and is going to do it in you. you have and to. that's what pleases God's mm -hmm. faith. A exactly. And it, that takes me back to, wait, I'll, I'll make a statement first. God, you, I've seen, you've seen mm -hmm. God do things like deliverance, healing yeah. Yeah. outside of yes. Christianity. Yeah. You've seen people delivered and, 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 and did not go through the religious part of it part of it yeah because they just knew that god was going to do it think about this jesus was on the cross yes with jesus being on the cross the one guy um that was like basically jesus yeah when you go into your what did he say when you go into the kingdom remember me remember me essentially i'm paraphrasing right right yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 but what did jesus say Basically, like, I will. I will. I'm gonna remember you because you, you basically, the way I'm looking at it is you had faith to turn over and say that to me. You're on the cross, yeah, with me on the cross with you, yeah. and you are believing so much that you want me to remember you, but you see me Dying. in the beginning yeah. of my death right now, yeah, and good. you want me to remember you. Yeah. And he told this man on the cross that I will remember you. Kingdom. But tell me something. Mm -hmm. Where was that man before he was on the cross and what got him to the cross? 
Mm. It's Sin. He was up there. There were two thieves, I believe they were. And, um, yeah. And how many religious acts? Had and we none. don't know. None. We do not know this for a fact. But yeah. if the only sinless person that went to the cross was Jesus. That's true. Then tell me something. How many religious acts can we assume that this man that made it to the cross, how many, how many acts did he do? How From many what we know, he hasn't done any. Any. Yeah. But in him dying, in Jesus dying, right, right on the cross, yeah. that man was remembered, yeah. and I'm assuming delivered. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that's true. Because what did he mean then? Like, you know, if he wasn't going to deliver him. Yeah, because like, he wanted to be entered into the kingdom of heaven. Exactly. God said that he would. That's really good. That's really good. And and one thing you said is, like, um, you know, it's never, like, it's it's always outside of, like, all these religious stipulations that we put. Because when you think of even Jesus coming, like, he was rejected by the priest. He was rejected by all those other, like, by the people and the people in the temples and the... um the Sanhedrin and like all the people that were like teaching like in that time in the temple they rejected Jesus yeah because he wasn't what they were taught he was going to be mm -hmm. he didn't look like what they expected him to look like mm -hmm. and he's teaching and telling these parables and stories and they're like oh this guy even though he's doing the things that like they read about mm -hmm. and like the things that they're um forefathers and like ancestors prophesied about he's doing those things and like some of them are like oh only god could do this and then they rejected him and it's like how many times do we reject christ because he's not what we were taught or he's mm -hmm. not what we thought he would look like and how many people do that and how many times does even the church mm -hmm. like reject christ because he doesn't fit the religiousness and all these other things mm -hmm. like it happens all the time, and it's like, you know. We have to be careful with religion. Yeah. We have to be careful with religion because religion was the weapon that killed Jesus. Yeah. You can idolize religion, over, religion God. Yeah. over God. It's true. You can idolize all of the steps that you take yeah. to acknowledge God Yeah. because of you can make it so much about you taking those steps that you take God out of it. It's true, yeah. And we get so focused on like... It becomes a job. Doing the work of like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. But if like, if God is not in your heart when you're doing those things, it really means nothing. Mm -hmm. um, that's so true and that's so good. And it's like, you know, the focus, if it's not Jesus, if it's not Jesus, then it, it's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you're doing all the right things, but Jesus is not in the center of it, it's relevant. Yeah. And that's why the Bible talks about like, there are people that will cast out demons in my name. They'll heal. They'll do all these things and then they'll get to heaven and he'll say, I don't know you. And it's because they were doing all these things and they were following these steps or whatever. Jesus has power, period. Period. I remember one time I was smoking. Um, I was smoking with some friends, like a person I was dating at the time like, and a mutual friend Jesus we had. <laughs> and like, and um, then I like pretty much kind of like started prophesying to mm -hmm. this girl and like she starts crying. I start crying. And when I tell you the power of God was so real and I feel like if I had been focused on the fact that like, oh, I can't say this or like if I wasn't open to God because of my sin in that moment and like some people may disagree and that's okay, but like God moved and like he can move in any atmosphere and anything. There is no magic trick. There is no, it's like the presence of God is always there. And it's like, I describe it as like a radio frequency mm -hmm. and it's like, Right now, those radio frequencies are happening. It's just a matter of, is my radio turned on to the mm -hmm. right station to where I'm tuned in? And it's like, if you're always tuned in, then like you'll always catch God. And it's also evidence. It's yeah. also evidence that whatever your situation is, it's not too hard for God to infiltrate. That part. God that part. can come into any situation True. and literally make himself the, the priority, make himself the center. Yeah. But you have to have the... Oh my God, you just have to have the willing heart. Yeah, you gotta be open. That's it. That's true. And you can be willing, you can you can be religious and unwilling. Mm, true. Yeah. You can be you can you can be an atheist and but willing. willing. That's true. I've seen it happen. To see what Yeah. So have I. 
Yeah. I've seen, let me tell you something. I've seen um, a friend of mine, and I won't give too much information. I've seen a friend of mine, atheist, go from mm -hmm. atheist to kind of having an understanding of kind of like knowing of God, mm -hmm. struggling with, you know, the mm -hmm. same stuff that I struggle with, mm -hmm. getting into church just from working, yeah, working, and it was a gig, starting to, you know, hear the word every day and everything yeah. like that, wanting, you know, becoming yeah. thirsty and having a willing, open heart to being engaged Wow, right now. Don't look like what the Christian person would look like, but... God is moving in that person's life. Yeah. Only because of being willing. Just because he was willing. Yeah. To just see what God, what see about God or see what it was like. Yeah. And we have Christians, we have people that are in the church that are just unwilling to move, unwilling to budge from what they know is religion or yeah. what what connects them to God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. It's crazy how all you really have to do is be open to God. That's all. And and have space for him. Even if you don't believe in your and when you don't have nothing else, just try. See that's just good. say a prayer. Yeah. With all your questions, with all of your doubts, mm -hmm. just give God a try. Try him. You gotta go through a process and that's yeah. And I think that's my message. Um, anytime, uh, anything that I'm, anything that I do, mm -hmm. like even with my music, go through your process. Yeah, that's good. Go through your process, even if it is, the, if you feel like it's the worst thing in the world, go through it. Just go yeah. through it. Yeah. Go through it. If you if you are going to church, and then you gotta go home to the person that you you know you ain't supposed to be with, go through that. Yeah. Go home. If you are in love with whoever you're in yeah. love with, whatever the situation is, wherever you are right now, God's not dumb to it. He's not ignorant to it. He's not. He ain't mad. And he won't reject you for it. He's not rejecting you. I believe this wholeheartedly. There are people that do not believe in God. Mm. And God is literally like, yeah, that's fine. I'm right there, though. Absolutely. All you got to do is turn over Absolutely. And, and talk to me. Absolutely. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to light up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Like... I, that's it. That's how he waits for everybody. The that's Bible says it. that heaven rejoices when one is saved. Once you come into a relationship with Jesus, once you acknowledge him as Lord of your life, then like all of heaven rejoices. All of heaven lights up. And that's all God wants. Like what you said is right on. And like, just like you said, just give him a try. Try him out. Try him and out. And don't allow yourselves to be, don't allow yourself to be knocked off course by focusing or taking example from someone else that yeah. is in the same place as you are. Because every story is unique. Every story is unique. Yeah. Every person. Yeah, that's good. Every person in any position, every position, has something that they're working through. Yeah. Everybody's on a path trying to get to the same exact place, and it's where God is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, you hear it a lot. Mm -mm, I don't go to church. Mm -mm. Church people is crazy. They are. We are. We're nuts. But, like, at the same time, that relationship with God is so worth it. Yeah. And, yes, you can have a relationship with God outside of church. You can have a relationship yeah. with church is the thing that helps you keep focused. True. The people. It's, it's, a, it's a hospital. Yeah. It's a hospital. Yeah. Where do you go when you, need a, when you have to get your checkup? Yeah. Where do you go when you have to, um, at, you know, yeah. Make sure everything yeah. is good with your natural body. Yeah. Who do you see when you get there? The doctor. <laughs> the doctor, but also outside of the doctor, you see all of the patients that are waiting in the same waiting room as you. Yeah, that's good. This is a waiting room. Yeah. And we are in this waiting room, and we're waiting on the doctor to do his thing when we go to church. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go into that waiting room and don't worry about what... You have your ailment. True. You didn't... You... If what other people are dealing with mm -hmm. was was important enough for you not to go be seen and you wouldn't have gone to the hospital yeah. you wouldn't have allowed you to be you being sick to make you go into the hospital because there are That's other true. sick people there That's true and if you genuinely like um i remember praying at one point asking god like to lead me 
to um, like lead me to a church in a place that like would be good for me and it's like if you had a bad experience like give, give God another try like if you had a bad experience in church ask him to lead you to like a different church like there while there are plenty of places and churches that may not be doing right there are also plenty of churches and places that are doing right and that you can find a good community and that you can find um what exactly what you're looking for mm -hmm. and where you won't be rejected but mm -hmm. where they will love you back to new life in christ Absolutely. and like um and god's faithful to do it and mm -hmm. so if anyone's listening and they're like okay i i'm on the fence i don't know like pray and ask god and he will definitely lead you and guide you to where you need to be and to put you around people that will lift you up and help you just on your in your journey and in your walk with christ um so if that's you like james said give god a try give god a try pray first step and then the second step is the next best step you can take whatever it is whatever the next step best step you can take take it yeah. Don't uh, if you have to if you pray and don't nothing come sit down, watch TV, <laughs> do anything. You know what I mean. Yeah. Take the next best step that you have, and if you don't have another step to take, sit down, pray sit some down. more. Yeah. Any last thoughts? Any last words? Go listen to my mixtape. No, <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, where can they find you on social media? On all social media platforms. It's just, it's oh, James that. Tips. Well, if you want to connect more with James, you know where to find him online. Once again, please check out his music, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever your streaming platform is. Um, you can definitely find him out there and it will definitely bless you. Thank you, James. No Thank problem. you for you guys can be sharing my your on story and your journey. Mm -hmm. And uh, I hope I ain't ramble y'all's ears off. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did good. You did good. We will see you next time. Thank you very much. She will. Thank you for listening. That concludes this episode of Join the Morning Podcast. Our next episode will be February 9th. Please remember to rate and follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also follow on Instagram at Join the Morning Pod for updates. I'll talk to you in the next one. Yeah.